This message comes from NPR sponsor Comcast. For more than a decade, Comcast has been committed to bridging the digital divide and connecting millions to affordable high-speed Internet. But the barriers to getting connected go well beyond affordability. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to reach millions with digital skills training, resources, and opportunities needed to succeed in a digital world. Project Up, building a future of unlimited possibilities. Learn more at Comcast.com slash Project Up. Live from NPR News, I'm Dale Willman. Today marks the third anniversary of the January 6th insurrection. That's when a violent mob of supporters of then-President Donald Trump stormed the U.S. Capitol and injured 140 police officers. The FBI continues to make arrests, with three suspects taken into custody early yesterday morning at a ranch in Groveland, Florida. And as NPR's Tom Dreisbach reports, that investigation continues. Rioters were bent on preventing Congress from certifying Joe Biden as the winner of the 2020 election over then-President Donald Trump, and many came prepared to do so violently. In the three years since, the Department of Justice has brought charges against more than 1,200 people. Most of those defendants, around 900 or so, have either pleaded guilty or been convicted at trial. The charges range from simply breaching the building to assaulting police, bringing guns onto Capitol grounds, and seditious conspiracy. The FBI is still making arrests in January 6th related cases almost every week. The Bureau has posted images on their website of rioters they believe assaulted cops and continue to ask for the public's help in identifying suspects. Tom Dreisbach, NPR News. Republican elected officials in several states are now discussing possible attempts to remove President Joe Biden from election ballots. The efforts have increased following the U.S. Supreme Court agreeing to hear an appeal of Colorado's decision to remove former President Donald Trump from that state's primary ballot. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is among those considering the possibility. It's going to be a tit for tat, and it's just not going to end well. You could make a case, and we're actually, I'm actually looking at this in Florida now, could we make a credible case that Biden, because of the invasion of 8 million, uh, and again, I don't think that's the, the right way to do it. Missouri's Secretary of State is also considering trying to remove Biden's name from that state's ballot. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky says at least 10 people have died in a missile strike on a residential area in the eastern part of that country, and half of those killed were children. NPR's Alyssa Nadwerny reports. The Russian missile strike on the residential buildings happened in a Ukrainian-held part of the Donetsk region, less than 50 miles from Russian-controlled territory. Zelensky talked about the attack in his evening address. He says Russia targeted ordinary houses, civilians. Russia must feel that these actions cannot pass without consequence, he said. Alyssa Nadwerny, NPR News, Kharkiv, Ukraine. Israel's military says it fired about 40 rockets into southern Lebanon on Saturday, targeting Hezbollah militants. Hezbollah says six of its fighters were killed in the attack. Hezbollah, meanwhile, says it launched 62 rockets toward an Israeli air surveillance base. It was one of the heaviest days of cross-border fighting in recent weeks, raising renewed fears of Lebanon being dragged into Israel's war with Hamas. You're listening to NPR News. A judge in Northern California has restarted criminal proceedings in the case of a former UC Davis student charged with fatally stabbing two people and attempting to kill a third last spring. He appeared briefly in court Friday for the first time since he was judged unfit to stand trial. Cap Radio's Kate Wolf has more. 
Carlos Reales Dominguez was studying at UC Davis until last April when he was expelled. The stabbings took place shortly thereafter over the course of a week. In August, a judge ruled that Dominguez was incapable of understanding and assisting in his defense. He's been receiving treatment for schizophrenia at a California state psychiatric hospital for the last three and a half months. Recently, doctors said he was mentally fit to stand trial. Dominguez faces three felony charges for the killings of 50-year-old David Burrow, 20-year-old Kareem Abu Najim, and the attempted murder of Kimberly Guillory, all residents of the town of Davis. The preliminary hearing will start next month. For NPR News, I'm Kate Wolf in Sacramento. The chair of the National Transportation Safety Board says no passengers were seated next to a cabin panel that blew out on an Alaska Airlines Boeing 737 MAX 9 that made an emergency landing on Friday. And now less than 24 hours after that major incident, federal officials have ordered the grounding of some of the planes until they're inspected. Shortly after takeoff late on Friday, the airline's flight had a portion of its fuselage blowout, leaving a gaping hole in the plane. Some 171 planes around the world are being affected by that order. I'm Dale Wilman, NPR News.